Dreams Podcast. My name's Cody. The other voice you're going to hear is Nick. Just to give you a little background on what we do. Uh, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, I guess we, we're in our late 20s. We've known each other for probably 20 years. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm not sure we've agreed on much in our whole entire lives. And so what the concept of this show is, is we just come in, we disagree because I find you to be generally disagreeable. Uh, we fight about a given topic and then we just kind of talk shit for a little while. Shake hands at the end. We never shake hands. <laughs> uh, we hold grudges. And that's just what we're going to do is we talk for an hour, an hour and a half or so every, you know, once or twice a week. What do we got this week? So this week we're going to be talking about eSports. eSports I think is a pretty cool topic because it's definitely uh, on the rise. Some people consider it a sport. Some people don't. Some people think it should be held to the same confines as regular sports should, which is some things that we'll be getting into. So it's a pretty broad topic, so we have quite a bit to talk about. Um, so yeah, so that's what we got today. Now we, we do a lot of sports topics and I don't know if we're always going to do that, but this kind of is a new thing, right? You know, I don't, I don't even know if it necessarily fits into um, the sports category, but it's certainly blown up like it should. What do you think? Well, what is when was the first time you played a video game? You think legitimately or owned? Let's say owned. When was the last time you legitimately owned a video game where in your living room you can you could play it? Um, you mean most recently or old or earliest in time? Earliest in time, like your la- earliest oh. memory. Oh, N64 probably. I mean, I played the, uh, we had the original Nintendo, but N64 was probably where I actually could do anything on it. Right, and that was, you were probably, N64 probably Nine, came out. Nine, ten years what? old. I think we got it in, I think we got the Millennium Edition, that's why I know this. So like just so about like, like 2000 probably, right? 90, right. 99, 2000. Right. right. So in just, I mean, think of every other sport, right? Mm-hmm. Think of football, think of baseball, basketball, the main sports, hockey. You're talking about sports that have been around for 180, 70, 60 years. Sure, depending on the sport. Depending right? on the yeah. sport, even the newest sport. So you're talking about a sport, I mean, when back then when you were playing in 64, eSports wasn't a thing, right? Mm-hmm. People weren't competitively playing anything on N64. So <clears throat> if you look at what football, basketball, baseball was roughly 15 years into it being a sport, I would say that eSports, where it is now, is most definitely a sport. And I think that we're going to look back in 20 years and think that this, the fact that this is even a conversation is pretty ridiculous. See, I don't know, because the eSports world, the video game world, is missing a giant element that all of those other sports have. And I don't think it's ever going to develop differently. And that is the fact that it requires, the, those, the traditional sports is, I guess, how I'll use, I'll, I'll phrase it for, for this purpose. The traditional sports require athleticism, right? right? And esports don't, and I don't think they ever necessarily will require traditional athleticism. Sure, I guess uh, hand-eye coordination is going to have to be good. Finger dexterity is going to be have to be pretty good. But I don't think any of the top-level esport athletes are going to have to be able to run a five-minute mile. Well, do you think? Right? I mean, you don't have to. Athleticism is not required for a lot of things that are ping pong darts there's a lot of things that are considered sports well let me just define sports i know we've talked about this before so i know that i don't know if i don't even know if i have a unique definition of it but i define sports as 
a athletic or I should say competitive activity that the opponent is directly trying to make you lose. Them, okay. them winning means that you are going to lose, and it's direct. So things that I that always spur this debate is cheerleading, mm-hmm. all right? Because everybody's you know any cheerleader out there is always going to say that that's a sport, and anybody who likes to troll people, which you know I think we both do enjoy to just troll people yeah. from time to time, mostly you, but from time to time. I'm not saying it's constant, but. With cheerleading, it's always like, okay, yeah, yeah, athleticism is there, competitive spirit is there, but the opponent, what's the opponent doing while you're doing your thing? Sitting there. They're just sitting there waiting. And ultimately, some judge is going to be like, okay, that person's backflip was a little bit better than your backflip, or your, you know, go big red chant was a little bit better than their go big blue chant. So it's kind of one of those where it's like, ah, maybe not a sport. And my... My constant comeback is like, okay, but if you're going to give cheerleading that sport label, then things like marching band are right there. Right. Because it's the same kind of thing. And that's why I always say where the opponent is directly trying to make you lose, i.e. boxing. Bad guy, the opponent, is trying to knock you out. He's trying to punch you in the face. Basketball, the opponent's trying to block your shot and make his own. Does that make sense? Well, in what you're – yeah, in a sport – the only reason a judge should determine a winner in a sport is because because the opponent didn't. I'm just trying to think because, like, I would say, I would say if it has if a judge decides who wins, then it's not a sport. But then you have to take into consideration fighting. But the only reason a judge would tell you who won in a fight in a fight is because the winner didn't win by either TKO, knockout, submission, whatever. And that's MMA or boxing, you know, more traditional. Right. So that it really fighting is the only like kind of gray area, but I get what you're saying. It, it both people, but yeah, I, what think you're, I think what you're trying to get at there with fighting is it's like the judges are just a measure to ensure that somebody doesn't die of exhaustion, you know, right. Because you can't just keep going until somebody wins. Exactly. But, but what you're saying by all measures of what you're saying, it, esports is a sport then there's except for the athleticism component of it. Mm. Right. Cause what about chess? Right. What about chess? (laughs) Chess is right there with esports. Are you going to call chess a sport? Now, if you do, then you're going to call esports a sport. And that's where you're, I guess you just lay down your, you know, chess, checkers, Chinese, backgammon, all those kinds of things. If you call those sports, then, okay, at least you're you're consistent with your, your definitions. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call chess, checkers, Chinese checkers. I don't even know if that's PC anymore. Is that politically <laughs> correct? I think so. Well, that's what it is, right? I think that's the name of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can't call sports. it Oriental checkers, though. Yeah, yeah that's off limits. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely off limits. Um, all of those, I I don't call them sports. Not yet, anyway, because there's an athleticism component that traditional sports, and again, this is just a definitional argument because they're all, you know, they're all their own thing, but those are going to be lumped in the same category, I think, as esports, so you have to decide almost necessarily which is it. But, I mean, you, you'd be fooling yourselves if you, there's not a big community of people pushing for chess to have the same sanctions that 
football does. You know, there's a huge community of you, and I and I understand that the amount of people who like it doesn't change what it is and what the definition of things right. are. But you do have to take into consideration when there's that many people. Okay, so maybe you as an individual don't consider it technically a sport, but don't you think that there should still be a governing body kind of like? the NFL or the NBA that's at least like making sure these, these, cause they, these are predominantly kids right now, right? We're not going to see adults in esports for another 20 years. Cause when the kids who are in it now become older is when we'll see them in sports. So don't you think there should be maybe a governing body? And I know you're a, you're a type of guy who doesn't like regulation in general, but like, don't you think there should be at least some kind of governing body that makes sure that these, that everything is, is uh, everyone's on the same playing field, right? For, for esports? For esports. A hundred percent. And and here's the thing though, there that exists for chess. True. <laughs> I, I don't. I couldn't tell you what the there's some the kind national of chess. Oh, for sure. You know, because there's there's documented chess history, and there's this guy beat this computer, and this guy's been named a grand champion in movies. You know, Bobby Fischer, all those. I forget what it's called exactly. Um, but there, that those exist in those activities as well. I mean, there's an international cornhole league, but. I still, I don't, don't know if I'd necessarily call it a sport at this point, despite the fact that it's um, broadcast on ESPN and widely, widely popular, which I'm not fighting about that. So do you, I mean, so I guess ultimately, does it really, does it matter if it, we think it's a sport? Like, no. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it, it's really just personal. I mean, just like cheerleading has been around for yeah. Ever and people still to this day will argue about whether cheerleading or not is a sport and whatever. So this may be something that we forever just argue about that most people won't agree on whether it is a sport or not, especially now while most of the people who are in it are young kids and all the adults are like, oh, that's stupid. And that's generally what you would hear. It doesn't really matter other than the fact that definition wise is all that's going to really mean. No, not at all. I bring this up because I want to be on record that this podcast doesn't just do sports, all right? <laughs> we also discuss activities like esports. You right. know what I mean? I get what you're saying. Right. Yeah. We gotta cover all these categories. We gotta up our marketing. So Okay. Do you not see just a sports podcast? Do you see what uh, do you see a day in the future where ESPN is potentially covering these giant esports type tournaments? Are they already? I don't know. I don't I don't pay attention to ESPN on the, I mean, because ESPN has so many different avenues where they release content. They could be doing that now, but like, do you think it will be talked about in mainstream media like NBA or NFL is right now? Right. I think they are. So I'm pretty confident that ESPN is already airing, um, esports or covering esports, uh, to some extent. I don't know. I, I don't think it's on the main ESPN though. It's on ESPN two or three or the Ocho or one of them. Right. Uh, but I don't know What's if it's Spanish made it. one? Uh, Deportes? Yeah. ESPN Deportes. Um, I don't think it's actually made it to SportsCenter, though. Right? Okay. I think that's ultimately what you're getting at, is where right. they're covering everything else. Uh, definitely. Do, do you feel a little bit less satisfied? Like, if you were to see a really cool dunk by, I don't know, if let's say Kevin Durant did this super cool dunk in the NBA Finals or whatever... Do you get way less satisfied? Would you be way less satisfied seeing like a a person who's not actually a person and it's like a highlight, but it's just this <laughs> animated thing, like getting a really cool shot off in a game to win it all? Like, do you think you'd be less satisfied? I mean, I guess you're not the right person to ask because you, I mean, you would have to be you would have to be into it, right? You'd have to understand esports and care about it and care about the people who are playing each other and, and the actual game that they're playing. Uh, yes and no. 
yes and no because I really actually enjoy watching video games be played. Yeah, like I watched I watched my brother play all kinds of video games because I'm I suck. You know this. I don't actively own a video game system mostly because I'm so bad at video games that I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy playing Halo and getting shot in the first five seconds. I can't play online because all those little 12-year-old kids will literally just, like, threaten me and talk shit over the headphones and then kill me on the game. And it's just not that fun. But I really do appreciate it. It kind of goes back to that definition of argument, though. If I turn on SportsCenter, if I had to be honest with you, I probably would be I'd less satisfied, is a way to put it. Not disappointed, but I'd be less satisfied when they're marching down the top ten and you've got, like, crazy catch, you know, in the outfield by somebody, crazy dunk, you know, maybe some cool, you know, underground wiffle ball thing, and then there's, like, an eSports game, then it comes back to the basketball. It'd be, like, kind of off-putting for those middle two <laughs> a right. little bit. Right. Um, but I will say, though, one thing that definition-wise, like, when it comes to sports, one thing about eSports is if you're watching – NBA, if you're watching the Clippers play the Hornets, you're watching the same game as if you're watching Toronto play the Heat. When you're watching esports, you could, I mean, some people are playing Overwatch, some people are playing mm-hmm. Fortnite, some people are playing, you know what I'm saying? So it's not even like, it, the one thing is consistency with esports. That That's one reason why I don't think it'll catch fire as quickly as other sports oh, have. Yeah. I think because it would take so much, because a lot of people will follow one game. Because once you learn the rules of the game, the strategy of the game, it's like, okay, this is easy to understand what's happening. I Let's say, for me, for example, I've seen a lot of Fortnite. I know how Fortnite works. If I were to watch a Fortnite game on TV, or to understand what the people are doing. But if I were to switch and watch Overwatch, which is another super popular game, I wouldn't even know where to look, even though I would maybe say I'm an esports fan. I wouldn't even understand what was happening. So that consists, do you think that that would, is it going to hinder fandom or its popularity, I guess? Definitely. I think you're exactly right. Um, Because, dude, they got to pick one. Right. And they got to pick one that is relatively easy for people who don't necessarily play all these games to catch on and start to understand. Right. Um, maybe it's for... I've never really watched Overnight. Over, What's it called? Overwatch. Overwatch. Overnight. <laughs> That's when the uh, Fortnite kids play. The no, I see, I've seen a lot of Fortnite. <laughs> I've seen some Fortnite. Um, Overwatch never really, never really wa- watched. Um, and I know that they're doing like Madden and some like right and, and 2K. And That's all these the cool. Those are the cool ones because then it's like you're watching a game that you understand re- legitimately understand the rules. But that then you're might just watching be sports. <laughs> that might be the one that the esports community and whatever governing body sprouts up should probably get behind first, right? Because they've already gotten into they've already they've started calling it esports. Um, so they're using that term sports. They're getting themselves on the ESPN. Maybe they should use a sport where. Somebody like me who doesn't play these games understands what a pass from Kawhi Leonard to Kyle Lowry means, even if it's a digital, you know, representation, representation done by some little Korean kid with a with a controller. Well, bro, we're trying you know to be PC. Why do they gotta be Korean? Because they're the best. It's not. It's are not they, racist? Are they the best at esports? Korean? Are they kids? not? I don't think so. I know it's not the white kids. It's for sure the white kids. Is it really? I think so. Or Chinese no. kids. It's Chinese kids or white kids by far. Oh, I thought they were Korean. I, thought... I don't think so. Koreans aren't that good? <laughs> I don't think they are. Either way. 
Either way, that's not racist. I could be wrong. That's you're right, because it's something that they're good at. I get it. I get the at. argument. You can't be racist if you're giving them a compliment. But the reason... <laughs> <laughs> the reason categorizing somebody all in one one thing, yeah. Um, the reason why... I, the, the main reason why I wanted to bring up um, esports, though, especially with you, because obviously you being a lawyer, you understand the law a lot better than I do, and you understand how... And I, and I know that, obviously you probably get a lot of really dumb questions that are super broad about areas that you really have no idea about, but you at least have a better understanding than I do. Um, and so I kind of want to talk about this situation that happened and it was a really, really, really big deal in the esports community uh, with one of the most popular streamers uh, playing Fortnite. Um, Is it Ninja? It's not Ninja. Oh. Um, it's Tifu. His name's Tifu. His real name's Turner. Um, so what happened with Turner? Uh, that was this big deal is, uh, this kid Tifu, he's a streamer. He's kind of a nobody. He has a little bit of a following, but not really, but he's really, really good at this video game. Uh, this guy who's kind of this leader of these teams, cause esports have teams, right? And the benefit of being on these teams is if you're on these esports teams, then you can get sponsorships a lot easier. You get viewership. Obviously you have the team backing you. They're kind of putting you in the forefront to all these fans that they already have. It makes it easier for you to get fans. And we all know in the digital age, viewers is where the money is at. So this guy who's part of this team is like, hey, man, you're really, really good. I want you to be a part of our team. Starts playing with them, whatever. Decides, hey, I'm going to be a part of your team. Cool. He signs his contract. Remember that this kid is like 19 years old. He's a child. He signs his contract with this team. He becomes the number one streamer. He surpasses Ninja and becomes the number one streamer in Fortnite and on Twitch, period, right? He has the most subscribers to anybody else. About a year goes by of him being this number one guy, and he decides to press charges against FaZe. That's what the team name is, FaZe. He decides to press charges against FaZe because of how crazy his contract is. And I don't know the term for that, where they, like... He says basically that either they tricked him or made him feel like he was pressured to sign this contract when he shouldn't have when he was at a really young age. And now that he knows a little bit about the situation, he's stuck in this contract and is basically suing so that way he can get out of this contract. Um, he FaZe offered him multiple um, offered him multiple different contracts. Once he started complaining, once he said like, "Hey, I don't want to be in this contract anymore," FaZe offered him a bunch of different ones. And Tifu Turner he. Every time they offered him one, he said, no, I just want to be out. I don't want a new contract. I just want to be out. And FaZe on their side is saying, look, dude, like we're, we're trying, we're not going to let you out of this contract. We'll give you a better one. We'll, we'll do better. We understand that this contract sucks. And they did. They, they outwardly said this contract sucks and we'll give you a better contract, but we're not going to let you out of the contract. So a few things I want to go over in the contract so that we kind of know, and just remember you're a 19 year old kid. You have, you don't make any money off of doing streams. And this team basically comes to you and says that, Hey, we're going to make you famous. So the first thing, um, in the contract is a confidentiality agreement. Not really that crazy. Um, basically if he outwardly does a vlog or says anything about phase in general, he has to go to them and get permission first. It, it kind of sucks. Cause if you are an active vlogger, you don't want to have to, every time you release one, go to them, but not that big of a deal. Exclusivity rights. Um, so this one, again, not that big of a deal. Basically says that if he, once his contract's up, if he decides to go to another team, he has to take that offer from the other team to FaZe, and FaZe gets a chance to match it. Um, basically like a restricted free agent. It happens in sports all the time. I'm not, I don't have any problem with that portion at all. 
The last one is the payouts portion of it. So basically any money that's brought in due to brand deals, which is where the vast majority of the money is, Tfue gets 20% of it and FaZe gets 80%. So he essentially, the vast majority of where his money is coming from, he owes FaZe Clan 80% of that. Um, if Tfue brings in that sponsor, so if he brings in the sponsor himself, FaZe Clan gets 50% of that. So he gets half of, they get half of something they had no part of even helping him with. Um, and then the last part is prize money. So any tournament that he goes into and he wins, he owes 20% of that to face plan. So the big number here is he owes 80% of the vast, the, the majority of the money coming in, he would owe 80% of that to this team that he belongs to. Um, and he signs this three year contract when he's 19 years old, he's locked in and here we are a year in. And now he's basically taking them to court saying that they kind of pressured him into it and he doesn't think it's fair. And that basically streamers all around the world are getting pressured into these shitty contracts and that's why none of them last. So that's kind of the situation that mm -hmm. he's in right now. Thoughts? So, you know, I would have been, I would have had a much better answer or I guess response to this a couple of years ago when I was still in law school when I was learning and all the contracts right. law stuff was, was sharp with me. Um, that's not what I do now. Um, but I don't think you really need to be a lawyer for, for me to have the opinion that I have is that I don't think, and I take slight offense to even calling him a kid at 19 years old. Okay. Like the reality is it's like, look, man, you've got all kinds of new rights that come. 18 is the number we picked as for most, most states, you know, and the federal government has picked 18 as the time that you're quote unquote an adult. Yeah. You can't drink to your 21. Can't rent a car to your 25. Both of those are stupid. Um, but you're an adult, man, and there he must have felt at some point that he was going to be getting a lot of benefit from signing that contract with FaZe for three years, um, whether that be notoriety, whether that would be um, the sponsorship money that FaZe is getting that he's going to get a chunk of, so the part that he gets 20% of and they get 80% of. Um, he must have, when he signed that contract, thought it was going to be beneficial to him, but he signed it. That's his word. Um, three year, I mean, I, I remember there's like, there's some terms like you can't sign away, like you can't sign an, it's unconscionable, I think was the, the term of art and I, Google it, ask a contract lawyer, but like if something in the contract is just like totally unreasonable that no, you know, no normal person would have signed that contract with that provision in there, then I think it wouldn't necessarily hold up in court. But in my view, he's stuck. Three years isn't a long time. Part of it is because, I mean, you can kind of read right through it. He's blown up. So he signed this contract. He was getting whatever benefits he was getting from FaZe. And then he exploded. That is why, that is why FaZe wanted to sign him in the first place is because they must have seen his potential as an esports gamer um, and wanted to have him associated with their brand when he blew up. And now he wants to get out and... And be able to reap all those benefits on his own with his team by itself. And I totally understand that. But I don't know if you should be let out of your contract for that. And the fact that FaZe is coming to him and saying, "Let's like, we'll fix it. I don't think they have to. I think they. I think there's a good chance that they win in court. Unless, of course, that 80-20 split is somehow fits under some other category that you know would make the contract be void or breached or whatever. But to me... I think he should have to deal with it. This is this reminds me a lot of Steph, Con of Steph Curry's contract, a you, lot. You mean like when he was 
arguably the best point guard in the league, and he's getting paid like ten million dollars a year. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When he was when he was the unanimous MVP, getting paid eleven million dollars for that season. Right. He was that like, rem- at like barely cracking top 100 top played players as mm-hmm. like destroying everybody yep. like averaging 33 points yep. on like 50 percent three points yep. crazy. and and if you turn back the clock a little bit and maybe esports gamers know this and maybe you would know this but when the warriors signed him to that four year 44 million dollar deal there was a little bit of like mm, really like Really, Golden State. This guy's broke both of his ankles right. in the last two years. People were mad. You you let go of um, Monte Ellis to yeah. be able to let this happen. Like this is outrageous. And then two years later, he's healed and he's back to back. One of them being unanimous MVPs. And then they it, there's no question that he's then at that point worth. And and there was a lot of be- benefits that the Warriors got. And we don't need to get into it because of how low Steph's contract was. That's almost how this re- what this reminds me of is because. Is it phase or fade? Okay. Phase. So phase recognized that this guy's got all this potential. They should be able to reap some benefit for that because they invested in him in some way because they must have given him something at the time of the contract. He must have been receiving benefits. Otherwise, he wouldn't just have sold this money away. Right. Well, he does. So part of the contract, a few things about the contract that I, I didn't mention because I wanted to hear your response first. So one is he was getting a monthly, essentially, stipend. He basically had a, a salary associated. So it wasn't like he was left high and dry. Um, two, a lot of people, their argument is, look, dude, like, you, yeah, it sucks. Like, you technically owe them that much money, but you also wouldn't be who you are if it wasn't for them. So, I mean... 80% of 10 million is a lot more than a hundred percent of 20 grand, you know? Um, the last thing, which is pretty crazy. I didn't think that you would be so pro phase clan. Yeah, but I'm definitely on phase. I feel sympathetic for them a little bit. The craziest part about the whole thing is phase clan not once has collected on this contract. They've let him keep all of the money up to this point to allow time for contract renegotiations. Cause even they didn't realize how big he was going to get so quickly. Like he literally, it was over, it was within a couple months. He went from nobody to huge, and then met, and then a couple months later, mega huge. So they told him, "Hey, we're not going to collect on this. We understand eighty percent of the millions that you're bringing is pretty absurd. We're going to leave it alone. Let's figure out a contract that works for us." And basically, he kind of went on to be like, "No, I just want out." Cause See, I take it back. Then this guy is a kid. Like, <laughs> like what are you talking? What's his name? Fiddy or something? <laughs> his name's Tifu. Is his Tifu. Gamer name. He's done. I mean, that's messed up because it's uh, you signed the contract, right? Right, and I mean, I guess theoretically, he's going to want to like what he'll do is he'll just be like, "Look, man, let's just undo the whole thing. I'll return your twenty grand a week or, or twenty grand a month or whatever you were paying me, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna sit on my hundred mil. Right. And nobody's the wiser. But then, but then, do you, I honestly, I think that phase is gonna prevail in court on this because they've been nothing but reasonable in the whole deal and that's why they signed him right they saw his talent and this is you know that's the team that's how it works they've got contracts i imagine that are i'm sure they're going to march in with a couple other athletes and say look this is the same contract that we signed these other people to i like how you called them athletes athletes (laughs) these other uh gamers i was pretty good about it before i've had almost a whole beer now they I'm sure have done this before. It's the same one. They're going to be like, look, we didn't, we obviously believed in him. We thought he was going to blow up, which is why we agreed to pay him because we thought we'd be getting that revenue back. It's an investment on some level for our end. 
I mean, what are we talking about? There's contracts that get entered into with investors and businesses all day long. And when the business blows up, everyone's happy. Right. Right? Here's my argument. You're comparing it to Steph Curry's contract with the Warriors, which mm -hmm. is which is okay. That and hypothetical it. business contract. Right, right, right. I would compare it more to what's, what if Steph Curry got into a contract with his agent that said, hey, no matter what deal, whatever, and my agent fees are 80%. Because there are the NBA, the NFL, NHL, every single major sport, their governing body puts limits on agent fees. Mm -hmm. Each agent in the NFL, NBA, whatever, has a percent maximum that they can make off of that player so that they can't pick up some guy that someone sees some talent in and he knows, hey, this guy has potential, signs him into this shitty contract. They ended up making it in the NBA or a Hassan Whiteside situation. You play a couple years, you go from the minimum to the maximum. All of a sudden you're in this contract and you owe 50% of your money to your agent where other people are paying five. The governing bodies have said, hey, this is the most that an agent can make off of you. It's like 5% or whatever it is. It's, it's pretty small especially when you compare it to 80%. So if we're going to treat esports anything even close to regular organizations, shouldn't there be a governing body saying, hey, these kids need to be protected. And the most that you're, I mean, we get it, guys. Like some guys, you're going to find talent. They're going to blow up. And that's how they make money. That's how, that's the reason why FaZe Clan is successful. They find these nobodies that no one knows about, but they're really good. And they blow them up. But shouldn't there be some kind of governing body that says, look, like as as much as you guys are good at that thing, the most that you're going to be able to take from these folks is 10% or 20%, whatever it, whatever they find, find fit. Because every other major sporting thing does that. Hmm. So I, maybe I might have misunderstood because I didn't realize that um, the team in esports – was akin to an agent in every other sport. I thought there was a team. So the the phase equals Golden State Warriors rather than phase equals uh, Rock Nation. I didn't realize that. Um, but I would also say that I would doubt that the governing body that the NBA came up with that plan on their own, I would bet that the Players Association did. Okay. And so... I think that what that is is that's a product of unionization, mm. um, forming you know a, forming a union to negotiate these contracts with the, the governing body, and you that I think first folks Cody Winchester calling for unionization. I would have never thought I'd see that. Dude, I, I mean I'm in a union. You're in a union. I'm sure unions are across the board. Um, I do. I think that they're needed. No, I don't. I don't because the thing is, it's like look. If it, it's hard to go back in a time machine, but it's like when you're when you're 18 years old, you're gonna have to make these tough decisions, and you're and I have little sympathy with the way that the world is now that you can get taken for a ride that poorly. You know, you've got the internet. Most of these, obviously, well, actually, <laughs> these <Especially> particular <laughs> gamers, I know that they've got the internet. You know, they, 
you know, so they. But no one's seen this before. He is the first. This is the first time that this has truly happened, especially at this magnitude. So in his defense, it's not like he could Google like shitty esports contract. This is the first time this has been a thing, especially major news. Not just esports, though. Not just esports contracts. Contracts. Period. Like you made the the comparison to an agent taking somebody in basketball or whatever. All those kinds of things, like, and I would think, and if if the next line of esports people are listening to this, sign short contracts early on in your career. Give yeah. yourself some ability to renegotiate after a year or two. So that way you don't pay somebody, some agent, fifty percent in perpetuity. All right, think short term. If you get, if you're giving somebody who's going to hook you up fifty percent, I don't think that's going to kill you up, up front when they're, especially when there's benefits. You know, this team is paying them a salary. Um, you typically don't see that in an agent relationship where the agent is paying you a salary. I know it happens in high school, right, on the on the sneak right. through Reggie Bush or something. Um, but it's like that's not the typical relationship. But it's like if we're going to treat people like adults, they need to be treated like adults. And if you're going to agree to something, that's kind of on you. And hopefully you've you put some thought into it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it. Yeah, and I think that's definitely, you know, fair point. And, you know, especially not being a rich guy, I look at these assholes like, okay, you have to pay them, you know, a good amount. Let's say you even renegotiated and, yeah. and they, they flipped it. Let's say you owe them 20%, right, which is still a fuck ton. Let's say I think they they projected he's probably worth about $10 mil a year, right? Um, even if – you're giving them to you're making eight million a year. You know, just renegotiate if they're willing to renegotiate the contract, right. stop being an asshole. Like you're rich. Like and I get it. Like I get it. I get I, yeah. like when you when you're the person and someone's taking eight uh, when someone has the rights to twenty cent percent of your money when legitimately you don't need them. That's the most frustrating part for him, I'm sure, is like, look, I'm do like this is all me now. You're not even helping me with anything. My name alone brings in this money. Like phase doesn't mean anything anymore. So why am I paying you this, especially over three years and especially when he's eight months in and he realizes this and he still has two years and four months on this contract that's probably shitty but at the end of the day like fuck you you're rich like you're making 10 mil 8 mil whatever that's his money like you know you shouldn't mess with anybody's money but you signed this contract yeah write this down write this down in your diary (laughs) all right uh what's his name fizzy What's his name again? His name's Tifu. Tifu. His name's Turner is his real Listen, name. Tifu, Tifu, write this down in your diary right now. Okay, <laughs> write the date of that your contract expires. 1-1-2022. Do not sign another contract <laughs> with anybody. And then collect your paper. You know what I mean? But that's the Learn problem. from it. Yeah, but the, pro- the thing is, and one thing that he realizes is very true, is that the internet's got a short memory. And in three years, he or two years, he could be very much irrelevant. Very, He could have... His time could have came and gone so quick because there'll be a new guy. Yeah. There'll be a new guy. And that's the thing is, you know, Steph Curry was relevant five years ago, and he's going to be relevant five years from now. Look at, Le- look at LeBron James. He's a perfect example. He's been f- relevant for 20 years almost, right? The sports world – and that's kind of – Back to what you're saying about you know them actually being athletes, you know them mm-hmm. actually having this talent that nobody else had. Like the, people will hold on to that for a long time. You'll be popular for a long time, but when you're talking about esports and the internet, and Tifu will be a nobody in a year, and that's why he's trying to collect now. That's why he wants out his contract now because he knows he might have another six months, a year maybe, when he's top dog. And then where does it all go? And then he's like, oh, finally out of my contract, and he has you know 
a couple hundred followers. It doesn't really matter anymore. Right. He might he might pay a mill in legal fees though, and end up losing this in court, and he ends up right where he is. The people like let's say that happens. Look, he like I I, I think he's gonna look back and be like, man, I fucked up. But you know the people who fuck up in that in the labor world, they're the ones that end up saying, you know what, I'm not gonna let this happen to anybody else. And when that person gets motivated enough and enough people start listening to the advice of somebody who fucked up, that's where they build, end up with a labor union. You know what I mean? That's right. where they end up starting this labor union. They start a players association, whatever it might be, where they start trying to build in processes that are going to protect that. And then the lower level employee or the other gamers and stuff who are paying these stupid union fees and be like, what the fuck is this about? Why do I start complaining? And it's this big circle and they're going to come after the union and try and get out of it and all this kind of stuff. But But would you say that maybe him causing this stink, even knowing he will probably lose in court might be, maybe that's what he's trying to do. Maybe he's trying to, maybe he's trying to start the domino effect and be like, look, I I know that this is just going to continue to happen to dudes behind me after over and over and over again if i make a stink about this and then they can google it and they do see tfue what happened to tfue in the contract i mean just think about this like i said like this is the first time this has happened at this scale now that people know about this think of how many less kids are signing these shitty contracts phase that same team signed like a 12 year old the other day and he's making a 12 year old like he's mm-hmm. a kid he's a child like and do, you don't think that he saw like okay i know tifu got fucked from this contract i'm gonna take it to you know whoever make sure everything's good you know people know so i mean in his defense if the reason why he's doing that i doubt it but if it is awareness it maybe you know maybe I, it's worth it it's hard to guess his motives um i really doubt that it's completely altruistic yeah. what i think is more likely just and this is where I think you know having a little bit of a legal background might you know be influencing what my prediction is. Um, I think that he's he feels like he's caught phase in a web um, because they are coming back to him and being like, "Look, dude, we just want to keep you. Let's renegotiate this contract." So he's going to cause a stink. Like let's say so they're taking eighty of of what he has. Maybe they offered forty or fifty, and he's going to try and get them to like twenty. Right. And so he's just like, no, we're going to go to court, like put your money where your mouth is, get your lawyers to sharpen their teeth because, you know, I'm coming for everything. I'm going to get out of this thing completely. And they're going to be like, ah, you know, they're going to maybe shell a little bit of money for their lawyers. He's going to start shelling out a little bit. And then they're going to be like, you know what? Screw it. You keep 20. We'll take 80. That's our last offer. And he's like, oh, done. Yeah. That's fine. I'm Basically good. for a settlement. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, you know, kind of. Um, so another – okay. So the other thing – that I wanted to bring up, which is kind of similar. It also has to do with legal stuff. And actually, believe it or not, has to do with the same game, Fortnite, which is just a coincidence. And maybe it's just because it's the most popular game. And obviously, when with popularity comes drama. So in Fortnite, there's these things called emotes or little dances that you do. Sure. I know you've seen it before. Yeah. You know, they do the, the whatever they're called that the, the kids are doing. And these dances were... M- these dances were created by people, right? Mm-hmm. Real humans, generally either rappers or whatever, and music videos or really popular YouTube videos, whatever it may be. They, like flossing, right? Right. Wasn't that started as a YouTube video, right. now it's that on a game. Right, and that's like the backpack kid, he's famous, he's known for that, now he's this famous guy, or the shoop, or the, the Carlton dance is even one of them, or the one from the guy from the show with the the doctor office, mm-hmm. um, what's it called? Scrubs. Scrubs, yeah, yeah, scrubs. the guy with the scrubs. Yeah, yeah, I all those things, right? <clears throat> so made popular by other people. 
Fortnite takes those dances, puts them in the game, charges people for these dances. Oh, I'm glad you bring that up. Go ahead. So charges people for these dances. Doesn't not only doesn't credit the people that they stole these dances from, but doesn't give them a dime. <laughs> what, how do you feel about about that? I mean, should dances maybe you because you can't copyright a dance. That's that's the big thing. You can't do it. You, you can't. can't copyright a dance move. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's probably the angle, right? Is if you can't copyright it, can't trademark it, like a particular set of moves, like using like using Carlton um, as an example. Um, if maybe that's the angle is you need to go and try and build law that says you can, because it is just a particular set of moves. Right. Um, I mean, you can copyright words on a page. I know that much. I don't know why you wouldn't necessarily be able to copyright, you know, particular order of words that you use over 30 minutes of speech. Right. Um, and you probably can actually, like if you, if somebody gave a speech and you tried to use it as your own. I'm going to copy. Yeah, I'm sure you I'm could. I'm sure you could. So I don't see why you wouldn't necessarily be able to. Um, but if you can't, then they should be able to do what they want. I think that you – I'm glad you bring this up though because I am so blown away at how there is a complete like economy inside of these games. Yeah. That is unbelievable to me. I was watching uh, my brother-in-law play Fortnite the other day and he was like – making money on items or, or like things that he earned found i don't exactly know how it works but mm-hmm. these different items and he was like selling them on some sort of marketplace <laughs> for real life money that is unbelievable to me i mean everything is worth what you know something is worth what somebody else will pay for it right that's ultimately the deal yeah i remember world of warcraft you could like exchange currency mm-hmm. you could sell that in for a certain amount of money in the real world, they sold the in-game currency. And my favorite story that I remember, and I didn't realize we were going to talk about this topic, so I didn't do enough research on it beforehand. Um, I remember a story. It was based on uh, Eve, Eve Online, which I think is a game. Okay, you haven't heard of it. Uh-uh, I think it's a fairly popular one too. Eve Online. Yeah. Anyway, some dork spent like twenty thousand real life dollars on a spaceship. Maybe it was less. It was it was an astronomical amount of real life money on a spaceship that then got blown up within twenty minutes of him playing with it. What? Yes, <laughs> yes. If you want, maybe we should Google it to get the right numbers at some point. But that's what happened, and it's like that is unbelievable to me that people well that there's like a full on operating economy. That's less exciting, I think, the Eve situation because that's just wow. Um, but uh, so a spaceship worth more than two hundred thousand real life oh, dollars good. destroyed. I underestimated it by ten times. <laughs> <laughs> Sky paid almost a quarter million of a dollars for a spaceship that was destroyed in the but it was destroyed in the biggest virtual space battle ever, so that's cool. <laughs> Not Yeah, <laughs> uh, but the, I think it's more in kind of impressive. And I don't know if the items that were being sold uh, on Fortnite for real money. I don't know if those stay with you or not. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting that you could sell, because theoretically, he could buy items, maybe wait till they fall out of pop. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they come back and buy. Like, he could probably buy that as an investment, no? Right. No, yeah. So there are, in, in, in Fortnite specifically, and I'm sure other games too, there's things that you can buy that 
so the game only releases them every X, you know, every so often. And then there's some that they release them and then they never release again, which makes them super, super rare. Right. And you people, there's a current, like you said, there's a currency for them because people want this super, super rare. Because if you see in the game, this person has this item or this skin or this dance or whatever it may be, which is so ridiculous that that's what has, but that's what it is. It's just what people are wearing or like dance moves that they're doing. People see that you have that. It's like, oh, this guy is cooler than me because he has these things so people will pay a lot of real money because these ones are so rare because the game has never re-released them um so yeah so that's obviously that so game. smart dude these video game companies or, or uh, developers are so freaking smart because back in our day right the you know madden 2005 had donovan McNabb on it yeah the money the only money they made for developing that game was how many of those discs they sold right like that's the end of the road you know, and at that time it was what forty bucks a disc, yeah, and forty then it, to sixty or something like forty, probably forty to fifty bucks because now they're like sixty. Yeah, so. and then on and then with Xbox anyway, they would re-release it under like the gold, like it was like silver and mm-hmm. uh, classics or something, and right. it was like twenty bucks. That's all they made were just from those sales. Now I don't know. I haven't logged into Madden, but what? Can you buy special players, or oh, special sure. jerseys? You could probably pay. They're so all all their in-game money comes purchases. from in-game purchases. That's yeah. everything. You realize that a lot of these games are free now. A lot of these games are, are free. Really? Fortnite's a free game. It doesn't cost really? money. Yeah. You, if you wanted to go, if you had a PlayStation, you don't. So if you you have an iPhone and you have a computer, if you wanted to go home and download Fortnite and become a master tonight, you could with zero dollars. Wow. It doesn't cost anything. It's all in-game purchases. I thought it would still cost sixty, seventy bucks. No, zero dollars for the download. Right, uh, not a dime. And a lot of games are doing that. A lot of games Super are like smart. that's n- none of the n- a very small portion of their money comes from the actual game. It all comes from in-game purchases. And then think if your game is free, think of how many more people you're touching. You're touching right. way more people. And then there's going to be some schmuck who spends two hundred grand on, on a, a spaceship, ship, dude. Right? right? Unbelievable. But I will say, so Epic, as of like pretty recently was worth like 15 billion dollars uh epic that's who owns fortnite that's the company that fortnite is under and it's really their it's legitimately i'm pretty sure their only game i think it was like their first like winner and it obviously blew up and is like now like the number one most one of the number one most money making games ever um and i to me it just seems that if you're if 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 i'm an an artist and i'm gonna make a song I either have to pay a person money to use their beat. Are you still on the dance moves? Thing? Yes. It, it, I just, if if I either have to pay money to use their beat or they could take me to court because it sounds similar. Not because it's the same. Not because the words right. are the same. Not because the melody. Just if it sounds similar enough, they could take it to court and they could win and make money off that. Ed Sheeran's dealing with that. Is that what happened with the uh, with um, Vanilla Ice and... Yeah, and Queen. But I thought he won. I thought Vanilla Ice won because that one note the... made it, exactly, made yeah. it a little bit different. I don't remember who won. I don't know who won. I know about the court case. But... Either way, they it went to court, though. You know what I'm saying? Either way, at the end of the day, because Ed Sheeran just, um, he just, he settled with the guy who does fuck i forgot what song it was that's the that's ultimately the dirty part about the legal system is that sometimes you don't get an answer and sometimes people aren't even looking for an answer they just go down that path to like settle and right. get something out of it but 
you don't think if you're especially okay so if you're this person and you're a young aspiring rapper and you make this cool dance move and you go viral and you become somebody because of this dance move that you made in this game side by side identical copies this dance move and then sells that dance move let's say for two dollars per because so fortnite introduced something called a creator code so if you're somebody you can create a code and if enough people put that code in you get a little cut of it you get a cut of it five percent they give you five percent a guy did it a guy who created a dance did it and basically posted like hey this is my dance if you're gonna buy this dance put my creator code in the small percentage of people who actually did that which let's be real is a very small percentage probably of the people who actually bought it he made three hundred dollars so six grand that six grand was the total amount made just from the people who use this creator code he made 300 bucks from a 15 billion dollar company give their guy their cut you don't think that they deserve their cut i mean if it's obvious if it's very obvious i understand you can't for some reason right now you can't copyright a dance move but you don't think that if you're if you have that much money, give the give the kids their cut, man. Give them give yeah. them ten grand or something, like whatever. It They'd is be rough. happy with whatever. It is pretty rough because it's like, oh man, with dance moves, it's just like, is it unique enough that like you can say that it's yours, right? right. Like the, the to the Vanilla Ice Queen thing, it's like it had that one note different, and it's like it's kind of a different thing now because it's got a note different, right? So I, I don't know, and I, I don't know how to respond. <laughs> well, and technically, I can make a YouTube video doing that person's dance move, put it online. It goes viral. I get twenty million views, and I don't owe that person a dime of the money. And you just claim that you made it up first. You just didn't record. I don't it. even have to claim that. I could be like, I'm doing this person's dance move. Do the dance and get but more the views. people watch me. Right, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. I mean, it happens with music all the time. Super popular yeah. people steal music from someone who couldn't sue them in court. Like, right. it'd be a joke. Right. And Carlos Mencia, right? Yeah, yeah, joke. It happens with jokes all the time. I mean, it's it, it truly is. But something in me just it bums me out when people who have the ability to pay the people, especially the people who maybe need that like fuck you carlton like you don't need that money but these like young youtube kids that they steal these dances from you have the money to pay them like just give them a cut like give them a little bit we understand that you technically legally don't have to and i understand you're a business so every year you make more and more money but i don't know a piece of me just feels that because you're a millennial yeah i guess that's true i just that I, millennial attitude i just know that. if i created some i just they're not gonna lose anything by giving them a small cut, except you know the I mean? money. I know, but <laughs> but such a small amount of like enough, not enough money for it to matter. Does that make sense? What does it cost to run Fortnite? They might be worth fifteen billion, but does it cost fourteen point nine billion to run? Well, it? if they're that tight on cash, for sure. But they're not tight on cash. Dude. I don't know, <laughs> man. What are they investing in? Like, what are they planning? Servers. Like, doing? All they need is servers. What are they creators? On, are they working on Fortnite too? <laughs> I, I would imagine think so. that they are. <laughs> right. I mean, but I, I get what you're saying, but I also think that you're being like. A sad little millennial bitch a little yeah, bit. Yeah, maybe. Maybe <laughs> like, I am. You could be right. I think there is a place for so, uh, socialism, especially... <laughs> it's not socialism. I'm just saying... Especially in cool. sports. Be cool. Just saying be cool, bro. I think, so. I think sports should probably go socialist, <laughs> but we're, we're not a sports podcast. We're an everything podcast. Yeah, so tune in next week when we talk about something that doesn't have to do with sports. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at just about an hour. Do you want to end it here? I don't know. Did you have cl- did you have clickbait? Uh, I did have I did have one clickbait that I want to read. It was really funny. 
We're gonna we're gonna be working on our segments, I think. Yeah. So the segment's called clickbait. It's where I find in my day to day life when I'm looking at stuff online, I find funny in between porn. Yeah, when I'm in between porn videos and it's buffering because I still have dial up. Um, I find funny news articles and then I read them on here and we talk about them. And this one is you might have heard of this because it's a pretty big news article. June 14th, day after my birthday. Passenger found guilty of masturbating on flight as wife watched helped. <laughs> so wife watched, comma, helped. <laughs> I don't even know that if that fits the definition of masturbation. Does it? Isn't the definition of masturbation... Okay, it's a solo act. It's a solo performance. Is it? Yeah, because then it's just a hand job. He just well, got a hand job on a flight. I think it's... I think it's Something else. I don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> but something to me, there's something so funny to me about people committing yeah. crimes on planes because yeah. you're stuck in a metal box like up in the sky, especially like a sexual thing like that. Why, like, what man? That bugs doing? me. Yeah, that bugs me so much. It's like, come on, bro. Like, well, if the okay, so the fact that the wife was there and she helped makes me believe it was like a sec, like they yeah. were trying to be, they were trying to be, you know, fun. They were probably stoned. Yeah, well, he. He looks like. Let me see. Let me see what his name is. I don't want to. I don't want to stereotype, man. but they're just creeps. His name is Enrique Gonzalez, so he could be from anywhere. Maybe Russia or China. You know, who knows? Sounds Korean. Oh, Rancho. Let me just read the article. It's funny. It's pretty short. Ran- Enrique Gonzalez of Rancho Cucamonga, California. Oh, he's one of ours. <laughs> after all of that, he's one of ours. Was arrested upon landing at San Antonio International Airport after a fellow passenger observed Gonzalez masturbating in the seat. Like, do you think the passenger waited till they were leaving the plane to be like, hey, man, the guy. Well, yeah, what if, he, what if he turns on her? You know, the other passenger? Or, like, could you imagine him just detained in the back, but just, like, his dick is out, he doesn't know what to do, no one wants to touch it. <laughs> you know, I realized, maybe, so, how did, so, okay, go on, sorry. All right, I'll just read it, it might answer your questions. According to the witness, the criminal conduct began when the cabin lights were dimmed and continued for approximately 30 minutes. During, oh, man. <laughs> during which Gonzalez met the witness's eye and continued his conduct. <laughs> That's a pervert move. I like... Oh, never mind. It bugs me that they were just going to San Antonio. Because, like, how long of a flight... I mean, I guess it could be international to San Antonio, right? I'm, you don't think... He was probably just coming from San, Rancho, Rancho Cucamonga. He was probably L.A. to San Antonio. Yeah, these thing. are all short flights. That's my point. Is it's so central in our country that it's like, that's probably less than a three-hour flight. Wherever yeah. he came from. Yeah. Less than an international flight directly to San Antonio. It's probably th- uh, less than three hours. And he couldn't, like, not jack off for three hours? Yeah. Come on, bro. And he lasted 30 minutes. It's really impressive. Um, This says his wife, who was also on the flight, later admitted to, quote-unquote, playing with it as well. Okay. So that kind of did answer my question because I started to try and do the gymnastics, my my mental gymnastics, to figure out how you could help somebody (laughs) masturbate without giving them a handjob. And I realized, like, he, maybe he maybe he gripped his dick and she, like, moved his arm for him. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh, I'm not doing it. She's doing it. Well, she helped. <laughs> I'm just trying to exp- – I'm still trying to explain the title of the article. All right. So he was he was found guilty of the federal di- misdemeanor charge. Oh, the feds got him. Yeah. <laughs> misdemeanor charge Wednesday and faces – This is, I feel like this punishment is not that bad. A possible $500 fine and 90 and, – or 90 days in jail. At Friday's sentencing, like yeah. five hundred bucks, like that's it. Like and I don't know is. if he's got like that's not that much money, right? I mean, no, not really. Ultimately, 
ultimately f- fuck fines anyway because who the fuck does that that money just goes to you know it's not like they do anything with that money that's helpful like mm-hmm. that just goes to some asshole's pocket i'm sure but w- like i feel like Maybe when it you, goes to a victims uh, you know a victims of masturbation then i wouldn't i'd be all for the the fine but i'm just saying like i got a i got a ticket for being on my cell phone while driving one time and it was $250. So, like, he only pays double than me and he was jacking off on a plane and made eye contact. He could go to jail, though. He could go to jail. Or 90 days in jail. So, it's a pot... Like, it's either one, right? You be honest. Do you think this guy will spend a day in jail? No. Yeah. He'll probably pick up trash. He might get a couple days and have to pick up trash, though. (laughs) Yeah, he's gonna get paid for... What is it? Like, 40 bucks an hour to pick up trash on the No, no, he doesn't... I don't think he'd get paid. What he would get is one day of... Well, let me say. If this was in California, he'd get one day of credit for six hours of picking up trash. Wait, so... Here's a question. Yeah. He's in the air. Right. Let's say... We don't know, but let's say he's going from California to Texas. Where does he get charged? The, it answered the question. It was federal. Oh, okay. So the U.S. government doesn't really doesn't matter, matter where he is as long as he's over the United States. So if you commit a crime in a plane, then it's you think it, it's probably automatically federal, right? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Or 30 minutes. Dude, 30 minutes in a plane? So he was jacking off in Arizona and didn't finish from New Mexico. Oh, yeah. man. You know what I mean? That's true. Those are tough states, though. You don't want to get charged in those states. To answer your question, though, <laughs> if he was on foot and he started jacking off in Arizona and then jumped over the border to Mexico, both get a crack at him. So. Damn. But can he get charged in both? Mm-hmm. I feel like it should be wherever you finish. <laughs> you don't think so? No. <laughs> I feel like if you don't finish, you just get away. The problem is, is like, so what? He gets his sentence. Let's say he does go to jail. It's like... He's going to be jacking off there, too. Is he picking up trash on the highway? Jacking off there. <laughs> Does it de-incentivize de- 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 his behavior? If you were to guess what news outlet I stumbled across that on, what would you think? Like, some obscure, like, weird site? Uh, or do you think it was, like, a major news? news? Only because you're asking, I'm guessing it's a major news site. But guess which one? MSNBC. <laughs> it's, it's more one side leaning than that one. CNN? <laughs> Others like Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, so, that, all of them. <laughs> that made that made it even more funny to me that this is like a Fox News. I like this. Is... Well, it's because according to Fox News, everything's Gucci in the yeah. American government. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like this is what's going on. This is the biggest news that's out there. That's all there is. <laughs> Pay attention to this. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. Um, we hit just about an hour. That was perfect. So I guess tune in next time. We'll talk about something that's not sports and. Here's our outro song.